0: Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. From 2 Corinthians chapter 6, from today's epistle. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. In 1966, His Holiness Pope Paul VI, blessed Paul VI, issued the Apostolic Constitution. Benetimini, which modified greatly the common ascetical practices of the Western Church. In this document, the Holy Father calls the law of fasting a divine precept, which, whose aim is the, in, the liberation of man who often finds himself chained to his senses by concupiscence. The Pope then says, through corporal fasting, man rec- regains his strength and the wound inflicted on the dignity of our human nature by intemperance is cured by the medicine of salutary abstinence. What is the purpose of fasting? The Professor Lent tells us, by fasting of the body... You curb our vices, you lift up our minds, you give us strength, and you reward us. St. Augustine says, Fasting purifies the soul and brings the body into subjection to the spirit. It puts out the flame of lust and enkindles the true light of chastity. Uh, following on Augustine, who knew a thing or two about sexual enslavement since for a good part of their early life he was enslaved by sexual temptations. Fasting would seem to be a fitting remedy for sexual sins, especially if you are bothered by the sin of pornography. Remember, the blessed Lord said to his apostles, who were unable, despite their many prayers, to cast out certain demons. He told them, there are certain demons that can only be cast out by prayer and fasting. The demon of pornography is one such evil spirit. The aim of your Lenten resolutions is to free yourself of most of these simple habits all if you can that you've gathered in your life. That is why you drop resolutions for Lent. But how strong is your resolve to keep them? Will your resolve last any longer than the ashes upon your forehead. People lament to me that they didn't have a good Lent. I ask them, why? And they would say, I failed to keep my resolutions. But did they really fail? For instance, if you resolve that you would get up a little earlier each day, so that you could pray. And for a few days, you did it very well. Then you began to slow down and not get up. Did you just give up trying? Or did you try your best, even though you would fail at times? If your learning resolution is easy, what benefit is there to it? If you work out with one pound weights, you'll have a little trouble. What benefit is there to it? Especially if if you're an athlete. But if you go to much heavier ones, they'll be harder. And you'll have to struggle. But great will be your benefit. The worth of Lenten Resolutions. Is in the struggle to keep them. Where there is no gain, there is no pain. So you should not be discouraged if you can't keep keep trying, because that's where the benefit is. In the trying. As you should keep in good physical shape, physical condition, is very even more important. you keep in good spiritual condition so that you may endure the journey of life and not be distracted or waylaid by the enemies of the soul who are many. In this morning's gospel, morning's epistle from 2 Corinthians which our grandparents heard read and our their grandparents and parents before that. That's the blessing of the traditional Mass. It doesn't change. Same epistle that in 470, St. Leo the Great heard read. He heard the words Ecce non tempus et cetaboli, Ecce nunc dies salutis. St. Paul wrote it, St. Paul meant it. Now is the day, the acceptable time now is a day of salvation now one day you'll have to face God as judge and it will not matter how much money you are making what kind of car you drive or the level of your education or how popular you are every year the church reminds us of this and sends us a wake up call. She reminds us of our mortality. We will one day die. And nothing in this material world which we now value will then have any value. She reminds us with the imposition of ashes on Ash Wednesday that we are dust. No matter what a big, how big a big shot you are, you are about dust. You're made from dust, and you go back to dust. One day again. So we ought to change our lives now. Remember that bumper saying, bumper stick saying, those who plan to repent at midnight often die at 11.59. How true. In the Roman Republic and Empire, over a thousand years, until the Emperor Honorius in 403, there were about 500 triumphal uh, processions. If you've ever seen the movie Cleopatra, you've seen the triumphal procession of Caesar into Rome. These triumphs were festivities that lasted at least a day and were called by the Senate to honor a conquering general for some great victory of his the triumph was impressive in the splendor and every Roman dreamed of having one. The dream of every Roman boy as he grew up was that he one day would have a triumph procession. First came the Roman Senate led by the magistrates Then came the imperial trumpeters. Then came wagons carrying gold and other valuable spoils from the war. Then followed musicians, dancers, and placards with drawings of some scenes of the war. They didn't have photography then, so they painted them. White bulls an oxen, for sacrifice, came next. Then came the elephants and other rare animals, a veritable zoo. The chiefs of the conquered people, with their relatives and friends, marched next. Then came the hero of the moment, in a circular golden chariot, pulled by four white horses. The conquering hero wore a flowing purple tunic embroidered with palms. And over that he wore a purple toga with golden stars. His face and his arms were painted red. He stood with a scepter in his left hand and a laurel wreath was upon his head. A slave held a golden crown over his head. His children were robed in white, standing in the chariot with him, then followed the Roman army, disarmed. For you could not carry arms into the city of Rome. Then thousands of people crowded the streets and cheered and tossed rose petals. What a moment of great glory. The hero probably said to himself, I'm quite a dude. Look at me. I'm numero uno. In fact, some people thought it was jupiter but the slave who rode in the chariot alongside him alongside the hero and who held the golden crown aloft kept whispering something in the ear of the conqueror what was he what was he saying over and over and over into the hero's ear. He told him, O Imperator, et Triumphator, Respice, Memento Mori. O great, triumphant one, look around you and remember one day you will be dead memento mori now is the acceptable time now is a day of salvation not just today not tomorrow, not the day after tomorrow, not yet, next year, now. Nunk, nunk, nunk. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen.